Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, Fightful Faithful. How are you? This is the Tuesday show that we do. Um, we talk about the thing that happened with Thank the rainbow. Thank you and stuff. so much for spending your Tuesday night with us. This is your NXT post show for August 9th. A reminder to get in your super chats and your humper chats. You can also support us at Twitch, at Twitch TV, backslash Fightful Gaming. And if you would, smash a thumbs up on this video so people can find us in the algorithms. Tonight's show brought to you by Magic Spoon and Blue Chew, so keep an eye out for those segues. I am joining Alex, who's just so bad at the intro every week. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I am. Um, Subscribe to Fightful Select. Uh, You should... Because if you haven't, uh, you should do that. And then you should go back and watch the Raw review from last night. In the last 20 minutes or so, it was just uh, Linda and Sheila playing FMK. It was so fun. So, it was it was very good. It was a lot of fun. Let's just, we're, we're just, we're, we are a two-person improv troupe that occasionally reviews wrestling. And uh, it's kind of fun. Hi, we're Sour Grabs. Can we get a suggestion from the audience? And then you guys <laughs> send in Super Chats. And those are our suggestions yeah. from the audience. That would be great. My that, sister that, is legitimately good. one of the best improvisers in the world, you know, for real, for wow. real. Wow. Well, I see. Where, I, I, I can see where you. Globally. I can see where you get it from. Oh, thank you, the Linder. <laughs> oh, by the way, for those of you who did not watch yesterday, the wig stand is here. <laughs> I do not know if it'll, you know if it'll make the the full transition this evening on this show, but we can all hope. Maybe. If you send in enough super chats and humper chats, I might just I am much be forced to do the rest of the show as Linda. That's it. I know the Cease twins have $35 they can spend with us. So get on it, girls. Literally, there is uh nothing good to talk about on this show <laughs> except for uh the Tony D and Santa Escobar thing. Everything else in the show was crap. 
It was um, so bad. Uh, yeah. So we're going to have to do like job security, though. So I'll take it. Right. We're going to have to Here's do a lot thing. of heavy lifting to make this review of the show fun. So I'm going to stretch. Mm -hmm. Stretch it out. Yeah, gotta stretch it out. Alex, um, I got a friend who texted me at like maybe three this afternoon, maybe a little mm -hmm. earlier. That said, hey, you have your your post show tonight, right? And I said, yeah. Why? And he was like, oh, I have an extra ticket to the Mets game tonight. And I was like, oh, I'm reviewing NXT. And so for two hours, I was like, I could be watching live baseball right now. And then to rub it in, he brought mm -hmm. another friend of mine, and now they're out there having fun, sending me little selfies eating hot dogs and drinking beers. And you know what I was doing? Watching a four-minute Nikita Lions match where she botched a cannonball into the corner. Come on! Was Come that on. what that was supposed to be? I, I was think that so. Taco Biter says, just saying hello, 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 Taco Hi, Biter. Taco Biter. I also bite like tacos. I had, I had, uh, I had burritos for dinner. I made burritos. You did? But... but I, I made them my own. I, I, I made uh, what I call uh, Italian cheesesteak burritos, which That's is like not a burrito. No, but it's a burrito. It's in it's in a tortilla. So it's got all the stuff in it. And it's and it's totally. Yeah. That's, so isn't that what a wrap is? That's OK. So fine. You want to call it a wrap? It's a wrap. I, I, it's a wrap. You know what's a wrap? Any hope for NXT 2.0 bingo. That's a wrap from me. Not this episode, fella. No. No, not no. Um, uh, <laughs> Nurguru says, Kate, major respectful heart eyes tonight. You look amazing. Yes, oh, I was saying. Thank you. Yes, uh, Kate looks like she went, she's going to the to, to the to the ball. Uh, I am. This is actually a full ball gown underneath. So it looks like it could be. It is. That's why it looks that From way. From collarbone up, you look like you're going to like a, a formal affair somewhere. Oh, thank you. I got all fancy. You know why I got all fancy, Alex? You tell tell the people why you got all fancy. Because at our sister show, get the flick out of here. We've started doing interviews, and I did an interview earlier today. If you stick around till the end of this show, maybe I'll tell you who it's with. But it drops tomorrow, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty if sure it's not tomorrow, <laughs> then it is a week from tomorrow. So there. It's one of those two things. If I've uh, crunched the numbers correctly as a porn accountant, I would be able to see that it probably drops tomorrow. Well, speaking of porn accountants, she uh, had a match to start the show off versus Nikita Lyons. Uh, and we, we found out um, last night that Nikita Lyons and uh zoe stark uh are a tag team on the main roster and there appears to be some confusion about whether this is a full call-up or not i feel like it's one of those deals where it's kind of like hey let's just see how you guys do in front of a much bigger crowd uh come and be in the locker room with all these other women learn the ropes we'll see what happens kind of a thing um uh it is uh that's what it felt like to me to begin with. And uh, after watching uh, this match, I would say that's what I hope is the case. Um, Nikita, she did like a, a running 
butt dive into the corner that was supposed to be either a cannonball or a Bronco Buster and was neither. It was not pretty looking. Um, the porn accountant was in control for much of this uh, evening, uh, much of this match, working on the leg. And then, of course, because it's a wrestling match, Nikita Lyons' finisher is a jumping, spinning back heel kick, which involves all of the legs. Either either the one that she kicks with or the one that she lands on. Considering how she was selling the leg the whole time, she shouldn't have been able to do a, one of those things. Yeah, uh, no, that did her, not make sense. And then her jumping, uh, her jumping split pin where she puts her butt in the person's face and everybody goes, it should have been me on Twitter. Um, and then she won. And it was not great. And then Kiana James beat the crap out of her afterwards with a leather attache case, which she held above her head like it was a championship belt. And now we're going to see more of this feud, I guess. Nikita Lyons versus Porn Accountant. Um, and the feud I never needed. Okay, first of all, Sean made it very clear on Friday, guys. If you're going to talk about how hot I am. You have to pay money to do it. To okay, you got to send in super chats and, and upper chats. That's the protocol. Um, no, thank you for the lovely compliments, those of you who are being tasteful. Uh, <laughs> I, this match was not good. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be great because Nikita is all right in the ring. Porn accountant, I think, is very new. So that combination isn't always the greatest, but I actually thought she looked better than Nikita tonight this out of the the chemistry just wasn't there or what the deal is, but uh, it was not good and it was very short. So it's like going to the restaurant and complaining that your portions are too small and the food's not very good. <laughs> like I feel like a longer match if they were able to put something more serviceable together, that would be good because um, the spot wouldn't stand out so bad. But because it was four minutes long, I was like. The thing I remember most is the bad things that happened in this match, which is not wonderful. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, JW Pringle says porn accountant versus singer slash dancer slash bouncer slash bartender slash astronaut slash wrestler slash kickboxing champion. Is that one of them? Slash, like so many. She's just so many slashes, Alex. Slash botchamania star. Uh, JW Pringle says Kate, Alex, Council of Marks. Pope Papa Paul Elizabeth started a new job yesterday and have 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 uh, crossed a career milestone. Tomorrow, my son starts his senior year of high school. Everything is coming up in Millhouse. Well, that's fantastic. Okay, even I know what that means. All right, I know I'm not. I'm a notorious not Simpsons watcher, but I do you know what coming up Millhouse But JW Pringle, we love that for you, and thanks for like a pretty big super chat. We appreciate that so much. And congratulations on the new job. And oh my gosh, your son, high school. Those are the yep. days. They fly by, I'm told, but I'm never having kids, so. <laughs> my daughter starts <laughs> kindergarten in like a week. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a crazy milestone. Also, new episodes of Bluey drop tomorrow on Disney+. Plus. One, sleep, tell Bluey! So I'm very excited about that. Still don't know what it is. I know it's, it's my it's my daughter's favorite so show. It's my daughter's favorite show, and uh, she doesn't know it's happening. So I'm gonna surprise her tomorrow with new episodes of Bluey. It's gonna be great. Stop it! Uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. We love that. Um, okay, so uh, 
See, this is what's awesome because the show was awful tonight, but we're going to celebrate our little community today because there's not a lot to talk about on NXT that is like, we should spend time analyzing this. This was was a bad episode, Alex. I I love how nobody in the chat has ever seen a woman's shoulders. Like, it's just, it's just shoulders. I don't, I don't mean to like make you thirst, but my ankles are exposed too, so... You're supposed Stop. to send us money. Stop. They're going to spontaneously combust. The porn bots are going to show up and everyone's no. going to go over to those websites. No bots, only accountants. <laughs> send uh, in money. We have Apparently fun. I'm pretty by sending in money. We have fun. Um, we do have fun. So yes, Nikita Lyons and, and Zoe Stark uh, are going to be uh, in the tag tournament. They have a little uh, segment uh, back. Uh, backstage we're like hey so anyway i know we've never met except for you know all all of those uh facebook groups we belong to that are <laughs> leading the same way oh, but, no. <laughs> but but um but i i thought it was great that like zoe's like hey so nikita and i are on different paths in nxt but on the main roster on smackdown we are gonna become champions and then everyone's gonna have to notice us i would hope so I would hope that if you become the tag team champions, that they would notice you. That's a weird thing for you to assert. Um, yeah. Uh, they had a very <laughs> intricate secret handshake for people that unmet five minutes beforehand. And uh, that's just a dumb promo. Like, you should not be saying, like, people are going to remember us. You should be saying, like, harp on the fact that it's an opportunity. Harp on the fact that, like, Tag team women's wrestling is getting a whole brand new look. Like, do a better promo than that. That was lazy and bad, as was much of the show. Yeah. Myron Kidd says, Kate in that red, talk about a heat wave. See? And he paid money. And gave us money. We yeah, love you, Myron. You Thank you. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Tom LaValley says, saw a Twitter thread naming the Nikita Zoe tag team. Can't remember who started it. But my first, uh, my favorite was the One Six Mafia. My favorite was Proud Girls. I think that's very simple and can work both ways. Anyway, no more talking about that for the rest of the evening. Anyway, uh, so uh, um, there's a segment where damn loaves, uh, the walking loaves of white bread, uh, the uh, Caucasians of pain are watch watching uh, tape with Apollo. He's like, hey, come on, watch, watch this, 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 watch, watch this stuff. Uh, and, um, then Roddy comes in like, what are you even doing? Like, I, I truly love Roddy strong, but it does feel like he is intentionally being bad at what he is doing on screen sometimes. Like, just, I don't want to, I don't want to be here. So maybe if I'm really bad, they'll release me because he's like, what are you even doing? I was I was not late last week. I never had any intention of showing up. It was a test. It was a test, and you passed. But you, Apollo, you're dumb, and I don't like you. Let's have a match. And I was like, Roddy, I've seen you act better than that many times. This is, feels like you're just doing this on purpose. <laughs> I will say that the changes of the Triple H era that we've seen on Raw and SmackDown have not yet translated to developmental. It still feels like a really bad high school play, and that is not where Roderick Strong shines in this very bad presentation of professional wrestling. Yeah. It's not good. 
Um, so anyway, we, we're going to we're gonna get an Apollo versus Roddy Strong match. And and you could have fooled me into thinking, wow, that's going to be great. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Lash Legend uh, is back. And this is the thing. I, this is the thing. Like, here was the deal. Why is Lash Legend talking at Malik Blade? Is what I said out loud. Why is that a thing? What what is what is that? To what end? As as I always say, uh, turns out there was it further than it. me because I said why is Lash Legend and just didn't finish the sentence. There you go. Um, uh, I, I this has to lead somewhere. I thought, uh, and it, I guess to their to their credit, it did. But like I don't know how why this had to be the the path to get there, that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But I mean I guess they they achieved what they wanted to do. Um, uh, later, uh, Idris and Ofei walks up and she starts talking at him as well. So both of them are are talking and um, and then Idris uh, another segment happens and Idris is like, Lash, what stop. Can you please? We've been standing here listening to you talk for an hour. Why? Are you, what? What are you? What? Get get to the point if there is one. And then uh, yes, boys walk up. The yes boys, and uh, uh, they're like, "How dare you say mean things to Lash Legend? She's great. We have a match with you uh, later tonight, and we're going to show you how we be. We're going to sh- we're going to beat you up for being so disrespectful to Lash Legend." And I was like. They're pairing up Lash Legend with the Yes Boys, huh? That seems odd, but I mean, all right. Um, but yeah, that, those were all the backstage segments. And again, this happened over the course of two hours. We'll talk about the match it when we get to the match. Framed, but, the, but the backstage segments were wonky. It was framed as if she had not stopped talking for those two hours. It was so bad and weird. And also, where's your evidence that Lash Legend is unstoppable? Please. Please show me the evidence of how successful Lash Legend has been in her NXT 2.0 run. There isn't much. There's really not. No, no. Um, Eugene Solis says, uh, Katie's looking beautiful tonight. See? See? Tasteful Very and money. Very respectful, and you paid us money. That's it. That's all I want. Uh, Paul Elizabeth says, SGS and Team KLX, let's congratulate Sir Pringle on his milestones. Yes, congratulations. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My dad's allowed to call me pretty without paying money, just as clarification. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. Which nobody can deny. Thank you. Good. Am I allowed to disrobe the glasses? Sure. Okay. Sometimes you get mad at me for taking them off too early. Well, sometimes it feels like I should be responding as Sheila, and you're like, dip. But I'm like, Linda, well, you can't just put the wig back on the wig stand. <laughs> it's hard. So the whole thing is I have to do the wig thing. I got to like take off all the apparatus and then put the wig on because I can't put the wig on over the top. It, it does not look right. Yeah, it's there. called committing to the bit, Alex. God. Let's- this show is long enough as it is. We gotta hold the whole transition. Yeah, but this thing. episode's not gonna be long with wrestling talk. Let's be real. This doesn't look right. 
It just doesn't look right. You look like you're drunk at a football team when they're away. Like <laughs> they're away colors. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh Ryan Solon says, I feel it's important we all acknowledge that Alex is one handsome fellow. He is. You look very handsome tonight. Thank you. Appreciate your it. Your skin tone does change based on what's happening with your monitor, but other than that. Other than that. You look great. Yeah, thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Uh so Ryan Sullivan also says um, uh, that Linda Lending Tree commercial really messes up by not saying the Linder. The Linda talks to the Linda. Sounds better. It to does. Make relevant, to make this show relevant, something, something, NXT. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks, Ryan. The thing is, it would have been gimmick infringement if they had put the the there. Yes, then we would have had to we, sue. We, we it would have been a whole thing. Yeah, yeah geez. Then we're, we're caught up in litigation. We got to do depositions. We got to get a horse lawyer involved. If I ever sue the lend the lending tree, I'm getting a horse lawyer. As I you should. You. Yeah. J.B. Pringle says, extra money is for Linder's serenade. Well, thank you very much. Uh, uh, Emily C. says, Alex, drop the skincare routine. <laughs> do it. You look so glowing and dewy uh, yeah. today. I, I I positively glow. You do. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Um. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Myron Kidd says it's clear as day that Bruce Pritchard is still booking NXT and Triple H hasn't taken over yet. This, go, this show is garbage. Listen, I would not be surprised to not have to, to, for, that 
the things that I think Triple H is going to do now that he's running things on, on top now are he is going to make sure title runs in NXT get mentioned and accounted for in the, on the main roster. Everyone started to be talking about how they were former champions, two-time champion, whatever it is. That, like that, that means something now where it never used to under Vince. That's a very important thing to, for him. Yeah, because uh, it's his also, damn work. <laughs> right. Also, I feel like you're not going to see somebody get called up from NXT and given some random new crazy gimmick that makes no sense. Like you're going to figure out something for them to do in NXT and then when they get called up under Vince, under under A Triple H's watch, they'll have something similar at least. They might have to change their name, whatever, but we're not going to have something crazy new thing. Other than that, I feel like Trips is kind of like, you know what? Do whatever, do whatever you want. I'm, he's not. I don't think he's going to be involved in the day to day. Like it's, it's. I think it's. He's going to like let it sink or swim with Sean, and we'll see where it goes from there. Buddy, it's sinking. It is not doing like, well. Like this is not. This is not a TV product. Like I understand uh, it's developmental, and I also feel like it would take longer to write that shit because it's developmental. But like I don't know. If I always got weekly TV on Tuesdays and this went away, I would not be upset. <laughs> So, um, speaking of not being booked well, uh, or even knowing how wrestling works, there was a rounds match between Wesley and Trick Williams, um, which Vic Joseph on commentary was very, um, very adamant about it not being a boxing match. And yet both guys showed up for a boxing match with boxing gloves and the first round was just a boxing match. There was like one Lou Fez press and that was about it. Everything else was just boxing. And and you can't have your lead announcer go, "This why are they wearing gloves? This isn't a boxing match. And then have the two competitors have a boxing match because it makes everybody look like nobody's on the same page. It looks really bad that way. There were a bunch of rules to a rounds match that I'd never seen before. I missed the graphic. That was that was I was just listening to a dis I missed the graphics. So so after the first pinfall, because the, the first round goes through the whole way, they're just boxing. In the second round, um uh they he pins Wesley. Triple is pissed pins West Wesley. And I was like, What the hell are you doing with Wesley? Why is he continuing to lose matches? This doesn't make any sense. And I was like, and I stormed off into the kitchen to get a snack. And I came back from, and they came back from commercial, and the match was still happening. And I was like, "I know, I just watched him get pinned. <laughs> what is happening?" Because I did not know the rules of the match. Apparently, there were there were it has to be have first one to get two pinfalls gets the victory, or if you knock somebody out, then the match is over, and a whole bunch of other crap too. But it was all bad rules. Work shoot fights are the worst thing in the world like the jake hager and wardlow one sucked in AEW. brawl for all is the worst idea to happen in wrestling it's a bad idea like scripted shoot fights or like brawl for all whatever that was it's bad also wesley's a great professional wrestler we don't need to compensate for his lack of ring ability just let him wrestle this is so dumb it has nothing to do with either of their backgrounds at all. It's just a dumb thing they decided to do. 
And it's not like it wasn't a boxing match, but was a UFC match or something else that goes rounds. This was just boxing. Like, this is so stupid and dumb. And also, those were not regulation-sized boxing gloves. I don't know what those monstrosities on their hands were. But this was so stupid. And honestly, Trick is better than this. And Wesley is way better than this. This was trash. It did not feel like a blow-off in any way. This was so bad. And you're wasting two guys who can actually move in the ring, one of whom is phenomenal in the ring. What are we doing? So there's, they, they wrestle, they have the boxing match for the first round. Uh, there's nothing happens in the first round except for a lot of body strikes, really. Um, and then they get rid of the dish, the boxing gloves and have a, a match. Um, uh, Trick, uh, Wesley is a dumb baby face and gets distracted and and gets kicked in the face, and then he gets pinned in the, in the in the second round, and that ends the round. And then we go into the third round, and uh, um, the what happens in the third is it is it in the third round that he pins he pins Trick Williams with Trick Williams' feet on the ropes, and that was that was the thing that happened. That should that should not have been a legal pinfall. But Wade Barrett wouldn't shut up about it for the rest of the match. And Vic Joseph had to pretend it didn't happen so that the guy he's rooting for could win, which is a bad look all the way around. Just figure out a way to make the thing work with the guy's feet are in the ropes. Then Carmelo Hayes at one point puts loads up one of the gloves and puts it on uh, Trick Williams. But Trick Williams is right-handed. Okay. But he loads up the left-hand glove and then tries to put it on Trick's right hand. But, of course, that doesn't work. If you ever try to put it on a boxing glove, that doesn't work. So they put the they loaded up the wrong glove and they put it on the right, the correct hand, which is the left hand. But Trick Williams cannot throw a punch with his left hand. So he's waving it in the general direction of Wesley as Wesley ducks from things that are four feet over his head. Finally, he's able to connect with it and it knocks out uh, uh, Lee knocks out um, West Lee and I was just like well let him do the 10 count you hit him with the loaded glove let him do the 10 count if you let him do the 10 count then it's not then the match is, the match is over because if he gets knocked out it's all over like I don't this was all really bad because then at the end Wesley picks up his own boxing glove but he can't get it on in time because the last round is about to, you know, to end. And if the last round ends, then he loses the match. So he's trying to put it on, but he can't in time. So he's just like, it's just flopping around on the, his hand isn't in the glove. So he, he hits him with an empty boxing glove, which is supposed to knock out Trick Williams. And then he pins him and he wins. Um, but I think it was supposed to be that he put on Trick Williams's loaded glove that got taken off earlier in the match because he shouldn't have been able to one-punch knockout Trick Williams with his own glove that wasn't loaded with anything. All of this was just, it, A, the match never should have happened. Like, you don't book this match. That's a dumb thing to do. And B, it was overbooked to the max. And everything felt felt really bad the whole way through. And I felt really bad for Wesley 
just book him in a regular match with Trick Williams that goes seven and a half minutes where Wesley wins clean and then he can move on. I don't know why we had to do all of this rigmarole bullshit. We didn't have to do it. That's my point. And I also see people in the chat talk about pure rules matches and stuff and like 90s Japanese, like that's not pure rules is absolutely for me because it's a wrestling match, not a boxing or pretend MMA fight. Like it's still a wrestling match with more rules on it at the end of the day. Yes, I understand blood sport. Yes, I know in the 90s, like Minoru Suzuki. And I know, I know for the most part, it's trash. I don't like it. Like, and the way it's presented on American television not great. Like, and the ones that we've I, seen of recent years are terrible. I don't think it's a in good faith comparison to contrast this, Thank what you. we saw tonight, with blood sport or some Japanese shit from the 90s. No, and honestly, whatever that I don't was, like that was either. better than this. It was better than this, and I still don't like it. So, and that's just my opinion. Like, whatever. Um, but it, this this of all of them was the worst because neither of them are boxers. Um, I don't think they're like in in catch wrestling either. The rules were ambiguous. It didn't it didn't make sense with the story they were telling it all. Just it's Triple H. Just do a two out of threes, three whatever bullshit. Is <laughs> big blow up thing all the time? Like let's just do a two out of three falls. Falls count anywhere. Whatever. JDB Pringle says, uh, flopping around sounds like a Bluetooth segue. Unless your new job is segways. Get off my turf. Okay, there we go. Got it. There you go. Um, (laughs) uh, So, um, Great Clay says, uh, been giving NXT 2.0 a chance after not watching it for a very long time. Tonight, I made it to the world of gentlemen, came to the ring wearing boxing gloves with a wrestling match. I lived through Brawl for All. I do not remember asking for another one. <laughs> no, who was like, that was great. Let's do that again. Billy Bean, call him up. Yeah. Graham B says, uh, shout out Sock'em Boppers, which I believe was Rock'em Sock'em Robots uh, over here in this. Yeah, that, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, batted a one jam beard. Uh, yeah, Wesley. When West when Wesley wrestles, there's a certain subsection of Twitter that takes over all the social media response by talking about something that has nothing to do with his current uh, things that are going on. It's just it's a whole thing where people want to make it about something else, and it's not great. And I wish they would stop doing that. Yes. Yeah, um, oh, so. This is where I tweeted out, I hate NXT 2.0. And I said, we're still here. I tweeted tweeted it out after this segment. Ariana Grace. I always want to say Ariana Grande. Ariana Grace is in, I guess this is um, Andre Chase's office. And she's got a black eye. She just has, by the way. Yeah. He just has an office. Yeah. because Chase Chase U is on the premises. Like it's is Chase U just full sale? Like Chase, is that <laughs> Chase U is it, it it's uh has lots of different uh campus offices, like it's a lot of like different campuses, you know. I mean, like uh the whole uh SUNY system, right? Like it's just like there's all these different places all over the place. They have one in Orlando, they have one wherever. Um uh so 
there's um Thea Hale is called into the office because she's in trouble with the principal because uh she was throwing a football around with Bodie in the quad. There aren't principals at universities. Well, I mean, like <laughs> I I used that myself because I thought it was funny. Um but that's they, what this felt like. It did. It it did. Like... Uh she um she threw the thing at, at, and the ball and it hit Ariana Grace in the face. And then she says, I am a former beauty pageant queen. How am I supposed to wear a crown with this face? And I said, if you are a former beauty pageant queen, you shouldn't be wearing a crown because if you do, you are a crazy person. <laughs> let's not just lose sight of that. Miss Grace. Um, and I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. And then she says, I I threaten a lawsuit if we don't, if I don't have this match with Thea Hale. And uh, Thea Hale, by the way, is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Mr. Chase. I'm so sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to. We're so on the floor. She's really not great at this yet. Um, And then Andre Chase, like, loses his mind, uh, drops an F bomb about a, a lawsuit pending, which I think probably. Her lawyer is going to want to have that in discovery that as soon as she threatened a lawsuit, which is, I mean, it's reasonable uh, that he lost it, threw off the handle. You know, it's just, it's uh, new rule. If it was a part of a Brady Bunch plot, it doesn't get to be a part of professional wrestling. How's it? She also going to be brushing her hair and counting how many strands. To your point, former beauty pageant queen is not a current one. That is weird. Second of all, if you're like, oh, no, my face got hurt. The reasonable solution, let's get at a professional wrestling match. I'm sure that will be the least harm to my physical self. What are we uh, doing? Uh, Ariana Grace de- defeated Thea Hale with the Wasteland, which popped Wade Barrett. I don't have anything else to say about this match. Like, I don't, I don't know what we're doing putting these. Thea Hale's been wrestling on on level up. Um, right, they both need to be wrestling on level up. And I, not I believe they just had good. this match on level up last week. Um, I don't know, I don't know why we're taking time off the main NXT show to to just do a rematch of a of a match that happened on level up. I'm not sure why we're doing that. It was really bad. It was not good. It was not a good match. Like, they're both babies at this. It probably shouldn't be. But what is the point of level up? Because I don't think their match there was like, it was so great. We need to see it on NXT. This was not, this was not a good match. No. This was not a good match. The Battle of One Jam Beard says, if you want to be a headmaster like a Chase U, Blue Chew is for you. Hmm? That was really good, and I'm mad I missed it. (laughs) Very upset. Very upset. Uh, um, Carmelo Hayes is still in the ring. He's like, uh, we're supposed to have an hour-long mellow and trick celebration that was booked apparently for the show. Um, I would have rather have had that, I think. I I would have rather had an hour of that than... But then Wes Lee had to cheat, so we're not allowed to do that anymore. Uh, and then he says, um, he says, uh, but uh, so we're going to talk about this instead. 
there was this guy last week who decided he wanted to come in and mess with with with, with you know Carmelo, and then they played um, this music, and I hadn't ever put two and two together. Like this music is like, like it's it's heroic and like, and there's like a there's like a lightning thing that goes across all the little titantrons around the building, and there's a a lightning strike by the by the thing that apparently is Nathan Fraser's entrance. Yeah, which is which I had never like actually looked at before, but they're gonna have to do something about his persona because it doesn't match that. Hi like, everybody, I'm here. If they Could do I something match, about please? his, it's it's. Alex, it's the it's the one piece of joy. All right, it's the one piece of joy. I'm guaranteed on Tuesdays is is this. If they change his persona, if they turn him heel, and I don't get to see this nonsense every Tuesday, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be so mad. All I want in my life, my Tuesdays, I sit, I sit, and I watch NXT, and I need my <laughs> Fraser impression from you. Because it's the it's it's the gold at the end of the rainbow. And bumps your uncle. Um uh maybe they'll have to change the persona, but the the who he's presenting, like I know how great he is in the ring, but it almost feels like a guy like a kid, like it like a nine-year-old boy wished on a Zoltar machine to be a really athletic wrestler. Like he's really great. He just bas- bounces back and forth all over the place, does flippy do shit. But it doesn't, or maybe maybe not, maybe 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 not a nine year old boy. Maybe that's that's a little too like a golden retriever somehow wished on a Zoltar machine to be an adult human male athletic wrestler. That's, that's the only thing. The plot of Air Bud, Wrestle Buds till the end. <laughs> I just don't need it so, um, like, spoon-fed to me. You know what I mean? The only way that I would want it spoon-fed to me is if that spoon were magic, like Zoltar. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Ugh. And if that magic spoon had a protein-packed cereal, an alternative to sugary delights in the morning... Right. My God, I mean, that would just change my Don't entire like life, cereal, Alex. But hate be... all the junk that's associated with it. Well, magicspoon.com slash Fightful has you covered. Save $5 off your order when you get a custom bundle, custom box right now. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs per serving. Only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and gluten-free. And right now, you can build your own box. Not just right now, anytime. Blueberry, cinnamon, honey nut, maple waffle, cookies and cream, cocoa-fruity, frosted peanut butter. All the flavors you loved growing up. And how about this? A money-back guarantee. If for some reason you don't like it or you just want your money back, magicspoon.com slash Fightful does that. Not only is it great in the mornings, it's great for a snack throughout the day, a midnight snack as well, without having all those carbs and unhealthy parts of cereal. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. People hating on my segues. 
you better be sending in super chats to tell me how pretty I am. Okay? You better balance out your negativity by calling me really pretty. J.D. Pringle says, Nathan Frazier, nice to see you on the biz. Book him with Shamrock Shake to make the bad guy team from every 90s teen sitcom. And they could have a, an uncle named Bob. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, after the, the music for Nathan Frazier plays and the entrance pyro hits, Giovanni Vinci uh, shows up in the ring to be like, uh, yeah, he's not here, but I am. Anyway, I don't know why I did that, but here I am. I don't know why I didn't just enter the own my own way because none of that that was completely unnecessary for the rest of this segment. That the whole play Nathan Frazier's thing. It was like somebody hit the wrong button backstage. Um, but Giovanni is like, well, he's not here, but I am. Uh, I'm. Uh, you're, if you're going to have that, if that spot versus you next week at Heat Wave is still open. Uh, then consider that spot filled because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna face you there, um, and there there you go. So that like that'll be good. Giovanni um, Vinci versus Carmelo Hayes is gonna be a great match. Uh, it's next, gonna be next week. Heat Wave has the potential to have some really really good matches on it, and so all right. I mean I'll I'll, I'll watch that like thinking okay this is good because they won't have as many ridiculous things uh, to to hate on next week. We can pray to the Lord. Batted a one jam beer says, how can someone as pretty as Kate be a Yankees fan? Because I'm pretty and I like winning. Isn't that what all you nerds complain about? Yankee fans only like winning. Yeah, it's really fun. Wish we had done it sometime in the past decade. Yep. <sighs> uh, Wazim says, hey, wrestling mommy, how are you? <laughs> I think Wrestling Mommy is still Rhea Ripley, but I appreciate it, and I'm doing well. <laughs> um, uh, Nerguru says, respectfully, if AEW was in Kate's area tomorrow night, Jade would be stupid not to recruit you in her baddie section. Oh, Again, respectfully. Stop. Thank you. See, that's a very nice chat. Uh, uh, Jake Salazar says, uh, five-star se uh, five segue would not recommend. That's not nice. Thanks for the money, nerd. Uh, and T5 DeGreat says, Alex, how dare you replace Kate with a new hot blonde named Kate? And she's using her Twitter handle too? Blasphemy! Stop! See, that one was nice and clever. Extra points. <laughs> and also an insult because he's implying that you're not hot normally. That's a good point. <laughs> I think it's just a gap. I think I just reached a new level. I leveled up. Mm-hmm. Level the batter to one jam beard says, uh, Mommy Graps. <laughs> mommy Graps, see? Ray Ripley's not already owning that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to make I'm Your Mommy t-shirts. Well, we got to do Leggy Blonde Onion. <laughs> like, we got to get somebody from the graphics department to do, like, a cartoon onion with, like, a pair of, like, like shapely legs and, he and high heels. And she's pointing. <laughs> and she's pointing. Um, uh, Orion Ben 666 says, So, wait, who's Kate's Dom? Who's Kate's Shamrock Shake? Mirror Alex? <laughs> yes, that could be. That could be. Um, uh, and uh, Alpha Bill says, The first lady of Dragon True is pretty, which is you. You're the first lady of Dragon True. Uh, it's Jay not Blood. a thing. <laughs> 
Jay Bud says, Kate is incredible. But as a wise man once said, being a Yankee fan is like going to a casino to root for the house. Okay, first of all, I was very young in 1996. I'm not going to say how young because people are weird on the internet. But I was very young. I was not picking to win because I didn't know what the Yankee dynasty was going to look like. Next time, just leave your super chat as Kate is incredible. It'll be perfect. And also winning was really fun. I miss doing it. 32 games above 500 feels good, but be nice to bring home the gold again. Tom Valley says, Rhea is wrestling Poppy, <laughs> Jordan Grace's mommy. That's fair. Um, NCB says, this show was not good at all. Some of these people don't need to be on television at all. This, the ones on this show should be six months or less away from the, from the main roster. Yes, yes, that's true. You should, the the that's people good, who are on TV... Yeah. The people who are on TV consistently should be the people who, if you had to, in a pinch, we're going to got to call up some people. Everyone on the show's got to be a possibility. Now, that's a, that's the way I've always looked at it. Um, we we got a um a a, a video package for Braun and uh and and JD McDonough. Uh, JD McGunna Mc, Mc, not not gonna work. <laughs> Whatever that was, it popped me so much. JD um, McNot gonna says, work. Uh, uh, Braun trains. What are we doing? Uh, Braun trains and he does. My internet's not gonna work right now. Um, You're back. You back? Uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm 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 back. Um, yes, he was back. So he says, uh, Braun uh, trains, you know, lifts all those weights. I train in isolation. That's why I go into this industrial freezer. And also I have somebody stab me with little toothpicks in my face because that's what I do. I do all this stupid shit because I'm JD McDonough and I enjoy pain. Also, I enjoy giving you pain. Also, um... The whole the whole thing of JD JD's McDonough is not gonna work for me. Like it's just not not hitting for me at all. Um, I, I I here's the thing, I never bought him as the Irish Ace. I don't buy him as the guy who who's like a surgeon, like an evil an evil surgeon, like a, a torture master. I just don't buy that guy as this. It doesn't. I've never bought that guy as as this. I don't know why. Like it's it, it I, I, maybe I don't know what it is. Because but Alex, I, I, last week he was telling us about how many Americans die from choking on popcorn every well, year. Yes, that's that's true. It's dorky. Also, I don't know. Lifting weight seems like a pretty good way to prepare for a wrestling match. If we're being honest. Yeah. Come on, yeah, man. It, it does. It does make sense that he would do that. I'm like, I, I use cold therapy, which a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those things like. Oh, that stupid Braun Breaker lifting weights. I, you know what I do? I, I go get actual acupuncture in my face, because because that's how you prepare for a wrestler. Here's the issue, okay? You have to lift weights because it's about drive and it's about power. All right, and you need to lift weights at four a.m. to do that. Uh -huh. Chris Pereira says, "Me, man." Kate, pretty, here, money. 
Thank you. Just if everybody would just act like that, yeah, the world would be a better place. Yeah, that's true. Um, Nerguru says, "Gotta say, I didn't think we'd be calling Kate mommy tonight. However, it is certainly <laughs> not unwarranted, respectfully." Thank you. Um, Jaden Pringle says, "Am I gonna have to get all Red Ross from Friends and all you fools? Get <laughs> off of my sister!" Um, y'all are being respectful. I appreciate it. If you weren't, uh, you, you're gonna get your ass banned. So here's the, the here's, the th th here's the here's the thing with the Braun Breaker and JD McDonough deal. Um, the last time they had one of these, one of these little um, Tuesday takeover type things where they they do all the big matches on it they had a great premium live event kind yeah, of whatever it's not really uh it's either of those things it's a it's a it's a cable special um the last time i did one of these uh was when jd mcdonough debuted and immediately after that they were like you get the next title match and they waited like four weeks before the match happened and you could have built him up by doing stuff and then either last week or obviously this week would be the latest time to do it. But you could have like actually it felt like they did a whole bunch of nonsense. They had like the sit down last week, which could have happened this week. You don't need a, 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 a video package. You could play that next week before the match. It just feels like they're, they're, they, they go, OK, this guy gets the next title shot. Let's let's announce that he has a title shot now and then do a bunch of nothing between now and then to really sell the match. So I think you could yeah. take longer to crown a guy a, a number one contender and then at least have another week to do some of that other crap that you'd like to do. As I said yesterday on FlightFuselect.com, which you can join for just $5 a month. I almost said $5 an hour, which would actually be very expensive. Um like the point of a promo is to promote a match and none of the promos have done that. Like none of the promos have promoted the match. They haven't gotten me invested in the match at all. It's just been JD McDonough being weird about people's shoulders and eating popcorn and cold therapy. Like it has not worked and the build has not been good. But Alex, mm -hmm. sometimes people need help with the build. You know what I mean? Before Sometimes something, they do need help with with the build. Yep. With the build, yeah. Before you yeah. get to to yeah. the the main event, you know what I mean. Before you get to the big match, before you go That's all true. the way home, you need That's a little true. assistance. And uh, I'm not here to judge that, but Sean Rossef is here to tell you where you can find some help. You know, we care about that performance in wrestling, that main event performance. But maybe in the bedroom, you don't have the confidence to perform. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful will help get you there. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You know it's that good stuff. But it works on your schedule, or maybe when you're not even ready and you want to get there. You consult with the online physician. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. No awkward in-person meeting. And if approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But there will be nothing discreet about your package when you use BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. But you know what? How about free? Get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Just pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. 
get that main event performance. Alex, you know what? Uh-huh. Remember before we got on air when I was like, I was eating my grapes? Uh-huh. They were green. I should have purple green. grapes. So I would have matched the logo. But I guess we have one. But they were sour. So I had sour grapes on sour grabs. And go. I just finished them now. And that is more cohesion than this entire show had the entire day. I keep thinking that I, I want to request that they update the logo to put a cartoon of your face on like the green grape behind me on the logo. <laughs> so, so it's like you looking over my shoulder like, ah! Yeah. That, that With my, my big ass yep. cheese grin? Yep. Yes, that one. That one. Uh, Jake Salazar says, respectfully, Balor is wrestling zaddy. We know why. <laughs> uh, um yeah uh so um <laughs> matthew plus is here he says lmao al and katie think being on camera for podcasts is good for their shows metrics and personal brands rough night rough night to come in with that one buddy because we made a lot of money off of me being really pretty tonight so there you go. There you look go. at the numbers biatch scoreboard um so uh survey says ah, wrong um apollo cruz uh defeated uh roddy strong um this was fine it wasn't what i wanted i wanted it to be like i wanted it to be an all-time nxt classic because these two guys have it in them to do that to be like Holy shit, these guys are tearing the house down. Like that's what I wanted like to just let him go. Like put Roddy Strong and Apollo Crews in the ring for 12 minutes and let them give us their best possible match. When they announced this thing, I was like, I know they're not going to give it to us, but they could. They're allowed to. They could do that. And it was just it was a good match. It wasn't what it wasn't what I what I wanted. Um and I mean it was fine. It was good. Don't get don't get me wrong, but I I wanted them to do something I was got really excited for the possibility of, of, of old Apollo Crews, the really great Apollo Crews um, versus Roddy Strong, who's one of the best in the world. And it, it was all right. He was I. Right. I didn't need camera cuts this yeah, that was bad. entire match. It was so bad. Uh, the match was very good. I think it had the potential to be really great, which is why... I, I, I agree with you. Um, it was kind of a bummer that this didn't show out, especially with how rest how weak the rest of the night was. Um, but I I I if they run it back and it's great, I won't be mad. But this might have been one of those situations. I've been trying to be more forgiving around it, where like who would have thought Rhea Ripley and Oscar wouldn't have good chemistry because they didn't the first two times they had that match, and the third time they figured it out. But sometimes people just don't just don't vibe. Like we all love yeah. differing ring styles and people like of different sizes facing each other, but like sometimes it doesn't click. So I was kind of bummed that this didn't like fall into place. I kept looking for like an injury or something. I was like, why is this not like killing it? Uh but yeah, this was this was a good match, but also a letdown because I felt like it was going to be a great match. So maybe that's like an unfair expectation of me. But um, 
yeah, I don't know. It didn't, it just didn't fully ever click in. And then I looked mm-hmm. up and I was like, oh, it's going to end soon. And it never, never got going the way I wanted it to. Right. Um, so we don't have a guy like this on the main roster. Uh, but we need a guy who is um, who is a, a top a top heel uh, who who could run a stable um, uh, who brings up Roddy Strong to be his hitman, not hitman Bret Hart, but oh, you think you want a piece of me? You got to wrestle this guy first, and Roddy Strong like injures the person. Like, that's all he's there to do, not win matches, not do anything. Like, old Dean Malenko in the 90s, who just tried to hurt guys, and, like, people, like, looking at him like, well, I can take this guy. That's not a problem. And you can't, because he's just that damn good, and also he's got a mean streak, and also his boss pays him to take you out. I honestly feel like that's what Roddy Strong could do on the main roster to be really interesting, and he wouldn't have to talk a lot. You know, because that would be good. Because he, I think he's fine, but his voice kind of belies how, like, how intimidating he can be and what he can do. Um, I, I don't know what Triple H has for him as a, a, a what his ceiling is under Triple H on the main roster. Like, without the rest of the UE, I think he fit in great as the second guy in the UE. But I don't know what he is without them on the main roster. I, I kind of just want that. I feel like everybody now should be being like, okay, Triple H, you're in charge now. Can I go, please? If they don't feel like he's going to give up what they need here, they should be asking for their release. And there's no reason for him to be the asshole who denies them their release. If Roddy Strong wants to go and be a part of the United Spirit era in, uh, in uh, as whatever they call themselves over there uh, in AEW, then he should be allowed to do that. And I feel like that's the best place for him Across wrestling, that's the best place for him. Yeah, not to mention his wife is there, and not to mention he'd make a great ROH champion on top of that. Like, there's so much fun stuff that he could do over there. But if you're going to keep him in WWE, which could be not a bad thing, I feel like what you said, it would be fun to even do that from the face perspective of somebody that needed to counter Gunther. Like, to have... Ludwig Kaiser and Gunther and then a babyface version where he's not like a hired gun necessarily paid to take him out but it's like we gotta stop somehow we all gotta stop this guy and also what you said is what they should have done with Pete Dunne and Sheamus that would have been awesome like if they didn't make that such an a Donnybrook joke that would have been such a cool thing if you had Ridge Holland as the muscle and Sheamus as the brute and and Pete Dunne just being the this little assassin running around beating everybody's ass that could be really really fun but they instead chose to tell us that they're irish a lot um like uh, i don't know who you would have as transitional baby face champs after um after the usos cuz it'd be hard to, to to run this this team against the usos in the arca- in the way that i would want them to be presented but Pete Dunne and Roddy Strong who in canon and NXT hated each other. But those two dudes as just absolute sawed off wrecking machines who just go into the ring and murder you, they would be so great as, as, a, as a tag team. And they don't, they don't, they've never had guys like that on the main roster under Vince in a long, long time. But they could be really like, it's like intimidating as hell, even as small as they are. 
could be some really great tag matches for them. But yeah, well, uh, Luis Polito says, nah, I just want Roddy to break fools back. So we can do that too. That's how we can cripple them. Now Luis says that, not before my blue shoe ad. Come on. Um, the batter to one jam beard is trolling me. He says, Alex, they just brought someone back for that role. Your fave guy, kill a cross, LOL. See, the thing about him <laughs> is, in all seriousness, I feel like he would want to do all that himself. He wouldn't want he wouldn't want somebody else doing it for him. That's why I don't think it would work for him. And um, to be honest, the way he is presented, he kind of should. Like yeah, he, he needs to be. Yeah. It'd be weird if Scarlet was like flipping over an hourglass and someone else had to come out and hurt people. That would that would not work. Myron Kidd has a very important question. Myron Kidd asks, "What Apollo, what is Apollo Cruz's gimmick? I'm confused." Diner um, forever. But this is the thing. Before, when he was a Diner Village vigilante and, a, and an alleyway Avenger, whatever he was, he saw the thing that he wanted to do and then he went and did it like 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 Sherlock Holmes in in the Robert Downey Jr movies like he he plotted it out in his brain and then he did the thing tonight while walking to the ring he um he had a like a flash forward it was all in green light it was Roddy and everybody else in the diamond mine writhing around in pain in the ring and then he did this like he like he didn't conjure it himself it just came to him and he didn't like it so is he in a remake of the dead zone like can he see the future but he's powerless to stop it so he's got to try and stop it or maybe he's going to inadvertently cause it or something like all of those answers are bad. I don't know. I don't know why he's he's clairvoyant all of a sudden. None of that makes any sense. Why can't he just be a person? I don't know, Mary. I I, 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 I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know why. You just let him be. Just let him let him be a guy who's a great wrestler and super athletic. Like again. Not to be ad nauseum about it, but character versus gimmick, like very different things. We don't need it to be so gimmicky. And NXT just reeks of gimmicks. Like, yeah. Um, we we got backstage. Uh, Roddy was really pissed at having lost. He lost to the weird one-handed spinebuster deal that Apollo Cruz does. Um, and he got pissed that nobody was there to help him. Um, and, uh, he, he yelled, he was yelling at, uh, at damn loafs, uh, and Damon Kemp who are looking at film. It's like, Apollo, didn't Apollo tell us to watch this match? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to be looking for. I mean, uh, stuff we can work on. Sure. But I'm not really sure what all this is. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, Oh wait, right there. And I guess they see, um, Tony D pick up something or something. It was a match between them and Tony D. I don't know what the hell that was. Um, but they get really upset about it. And then then Roddy's like, where were you guys? You were supposed to be out there. Well, there was a test and you passed. So that was cute, I suppose. Uh, and then he just gets more and more angry and smashes a laptop. But Julius Creed says, if what is, if, I'm going to have to watch that back. But if that was somebody that I think it was, 
then I'm going to have to go and handle that. I was like, if it's Tony D, are we still getting more Tony D in the creeds? Because it, it feels like, I mean, I'll never say no to more Tony D. Of course. You love but, the Tony um, D. I, do, I love the Tony D. Uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I think they're supposed uh, to be learning from whatever mistake they made in the match or something, but like, yeah. I don't know. So Luis says that the coffee brothers and Wolfgang are on their way to NXT. I have not heard this, but apparently I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm trusting our friend Luis. I say, are they coming for Dem Loafs? I don't know. Are they coming for Dem Loafs? Do they are Dem Loaves toast? Because because there's nothing I like more than a nice loaf uh, with my coffee. You do. You love a good loaf with your coffee. I do. I love a good loaf. I like more of a home fries girl. See, I, I would like like a loaf of like cinnamon raisin bread, cut nice and thick, toasted with some butter, with my coffee. You sound just like Linder, but you look nothing like Linder. Uh, this is this is per PW Insider, or um, as uh, Twinsider, as, as as Luis says, Peewee Insider. <laughs> the word of the day is hello. Um, John Wick too one far. GM. Too far. Kate so fine ain't gonna need a blue Jew ad. Well, see too now. Far. We said tasteful. And now you, now you're gone, and that should have been a thirty dollars super chat. Right. Give us twenty five more dollars. Uh, back, back, back to the backstage. We see, um, we see, Solo Sokoa. Uh. Um, on the trainer's office, like you got a sprained knee. What does that mean? Well, it means it's not torn, and it's uh, it's not broken, uh, and you're gonna miss four to six weeks. It's like that's too long. I need to get back in the ring. Uh, I was like, I, I don't know if this is a shoot or a work. If it's a work, it's stupid because he should be in the ring all the time because he's great. If it's a shoot, that sucks, and I don't want him to be gone that long. And then Cameron Grimes comes in. And he says, "Hey, congratulations! That was a war." I gladly picked up that win. It says, when I get back, I'm coming for that NXT North American Championship. And uh, Cameron's like, yes. Uh, we we got to make sure that we, you know, we get our um, our shots. Uh, we got we got to get our, our gold, whatever, uh, is what he says to Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes is like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. And he walks away. I was like, that was interesting. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Oh no, Alex froze again. Am I back? Hey, okay. I, your voices. Am I back? Now your faces, yeah. Who doesn't know what a um, sprain is at this so, point in their life, uh, Alex? That's what I need now, to know. Um I I uh we get after later in the night we get Cameron Grimes like some I don't know who the hell is talking trash to Cameron Grimes. But he's about to like fight him, and the security guy's like, "Hey, Mr. Grimes, no, you you don't want to do that, sir." It's like, where the hell have you been when everybody's been attacking people, security dude? Maybe if you stepped in more often, people wouldn't get attacked. Go to the parking lot. Thank you, thank you. That's my point. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, uh, I... Uh, then uh, Joe Gacy shows up and he's like, where are you going, Cameron? Home. And then he says, to who? And I was like, William Regal never would have let him get away with that. It's true. It's, it's to whom, Mr. Gacy? To whom? Uh, <laughs> were you raised in a barn? <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Um, Battle of One Jam Beard says Roddy may break backs, but Kate blows out spines. Guys, my and dad Matt is watching. Come on. And Ma Matthew Plus says being a woman in sports journalism seems like fun. <laughs> kind of a baby face move by Matthew Plus. I'm not gonna lie, but and then he says if they were coming, care. if they were coming for loafs, then I would be in trouble. Meaning me. Oh, rude. Mm. Uh, okay, you hey, are, uh, you are a larger white guy, though. You could be a part of them loafs. I could be. It's true. Can you do a cannonball? Uh, in the pool, uh, not off of the top nope. rope. Counts. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> if I could do a cannonball, I'm one step ahead of Nikita Lyons. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I was gonna make that joke, the, but I was like, nah. But then you made it. The best segment on the show happened. Tony D'Angelo um, is uh, waiting for Santos in like the middle of a park in Orlando somewhere. I don't know if this is a famous right Orlando here. And I have no idea if I'm supposed to know where this is, like if it's famous, but. Um... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He's like, uh, of course he's late. And he drives up. And uh, they actually have an honest-to-God scene with dialogue acted to consummate professionals, they sit at a table, a folding table that has been set up in this park by this fountain. And I was like, well, somebody's going through the table. And nobody did. It was a miracle. Like, it was just a great scene between these, like, like obviously, this is not working out between us. Like, yeah, none of this is working. You're supposed to work for me. How dare you do what you've been doing? And, like, Sandos is like, well, yeah, but I don't, I don't want to do any of that. And I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. So we have a problem. We are at an impasse. We're going to have to figure out what to do here. So I propose to you one last match. If you can beat me, I'm gone. I'll leave. You'll never see me again. That's fine. But if I beat you, dumb two sheep you got, they got to stay here because they was good earners before you came back. Um, they're not sheep. They're my family. They're sheep. And you if I beat you, they gotta stay put here. You can go, but they gotta stay here. Um, and that is the only thing preventing me from calling a hundred percent Santos loses this match. Because it does seem like a bit of a waste to call him up without his boys. But they broke up, they broke up Imperium, so anything's possible. 
Um, uh, but I, but, but he does say that then Santos says, we'll talk about more of the implications of this in a second. Santos says um, to Tony D like uh, he says, um, uh, but if I beat you, then Nagato is free from the Tony D'Angelo family, all of us. Um, um, but if we're going to do this, we got to do it. So it's something that you and I know a lot about is going to be a street fight. Uh, it was this, was so friggin' great. But this was so friggin' great. Um, they like Tony D'Angelo somehow is the best character actor in wrestling that I've ever seen. Like it's honest to God, like like in another life, that dude is in Scorsese movies. I'm so he's really, really, really good at this. And I'm looking at him also during this during this whole thing. He's got the right bone structure to play young De Niro in some movie. Like he's 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 really really good at this. And I, I think Santos is amazing. I think he's perfectly playing his role too. I've been a huge fan of his for like ten years at this point. Um, I'm uh, I think that 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 any way this this shakes out is is good for NXT. Um, it's good for both guys. Uh, I do feel like Santos is losing and getting called up. If he goes up without his two guys, then he goes to the main roster, and I think he just replaces them with an upgrade of sorts. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. Now, I really like I really like the former Ro, Ro Mendoza, now, uh, now Cruz Del Toro. Joaquin Wilde is all right, but I, I prefer Cruz Del Toro to him. Sure. But same. I would not say ever that either of them is better than either Angel Garza or Humberto Carrillo. So if he goes to the main roster, those guys are directionless and haven't been on TV in any kind of meaningful way in a long time. But if you just make a new legato del Fantasma with Santos in the lead and those two guys flanking him, I mean, honestly, I think it's probably the best call overall. And I think there's a, there's a story to be told there with the legato guys being left behind and now having to serve Tony D uh, for a while. Yeah, I think the only piece that is kind of a question mark there is Electra Lopez, right? Like that becomes a little bit tricky, but um Hey, but she's she's been she's been doing a great job down at the docks. She took over the docks, all the production is up twenty two one hundred percent. So what well, yeah, we like it. She she's been great at what she does. She's not the strongest in the ring from what we've seen, but I would love, I don't think they'll do this because it would be so intricate. But you have Santos and Solo Sokoa have a feud in NXT and they all get called up at the same time. And that story carries over of Solo Sokoa and Santos Escobar and his family moving up into the bloodline and you just immediately, bang, have this legato thing versus the bloodline. The fact that the bloodline has been the only important thing in WWE the only way you can salvage it meaning anything, in my opinion, is to do something like this. Because you don't even have to have Santos go over. Obviously, that would blow my freaking mind. I would love it. I think that's not where it's going. But, like, oh, my gosh, that would be so great. Like, that would just be so fantastic if you had... Because we haven't seen, like, a stable versus the bloodline. Like, to me, that's such a logical thing of... We can't 
we can't stop these guys unless we figure out a way to get along ourselves and try and fight them as a unit. It's such an obvious story that they haven't told, no matter who that is. Like, a bunch of guys yeah. just banding together. Like, we never even saw, like, like Fight Night or whatever the hell they're called now versus them. Like, just as a, we gotta even out the numbers. Like, where's that story been this whole time? So, I think, um, I think that they have a huge opportunity to to go either path. You're right. Whether they win, stick around a little bit and get called up as a unit, or Santos goes up and they put Los Lotharios with him. My God, that would that would actually be like a force to be reckoned with. And it would put Los Lotharios, who should be a tag team, like the two of them should be paired together on a track to do something meaningful on the show. Cause they've basically just ruined Ricochet's title reign for no reason and didn't really do anything else of value on the main roster. So um thank you eric madsen uh calling out the fact that there was a table and a tablecloth in the park hey it was obviously a folding table they could have done i would have been kind of cool i liked how far apart they had to sit because of it that was the thing that kind of like the the visual of that but it would have been kind of cool if they sat at one of those uh you've been to a park where they have like those chess tables yes the, the table has like the chessboard on the table, like it's ingrained in the table. Didn't they um, do that on the boat, though? Were they playing chess? Was, on the it, boat? was it chess? I don't know if it was chess. Oh. I don't think they have to, had to play chess, but just them sitting at a chess board would be would have been a cool little metaphor. Um, but anyway, yeah, that is that is that is true. Um, uh, I wish or, they were standing. I wish it was like a we don't want to be seen together, standing yeah. up face to face thing would have been really cool to me. Yeah, Jake Salazar says uh, uh, instead of. Uh, Humberto and Angel, it's going to be Dom and Raquel because he likes to manifest things that are bad. You, whatever. You want to send in little Bluetooth super chats about me? Fine. Don't send that shit in. That's no, way more offensive. Not to that. Um, I, I, I'm so excited for this match. It's going to be great. Um, uh, I, if, if we get Santos, main roster Santos. He's he's so good, man, and I, I I feel like you can let him cook on the main roster, and it's going to be really really good. Right, he's he's the perfect guy to fit in. Like they could pull up all of Legato, and he could be in the main title picture tomorrow, and I'd be happy. He's also the perfect guy if they're trying to make mid card titles feel important again to either strap to one or put in a story with one. Like there's something really mm-hmm. cool of imperium now not having the numbers and legato does or whatever like there there's yeah. so much you can do and he's just the perfect damn guy to do it like he's, he's so, so good at every facet of this and this yeah. in a sea of terrible crap stories that have been built out over the past year or so um this has been almost perfect like this right. really really has so it was nice to have something that we'd like yeah, the batter to one Jim Beard says, uh, you know what? Give us a six-man ladder North American title match. Mello, Solo, Grimes, Tony D, uh, Fakie and Eichner, and Wes- Wesley. <laughs> Fakie and his Fakie and Eichner is what I like to call it. That's really good. Uh, uh, that would be fun. Um, <laughs> but but where's, where am I? Can I get what? in the match too? Can it be a seven-way North American title match? Because I think I could win. And Bob's your uncle. Um, So so then we got Tiffany Stratton walking down the hall, going in the the dressing room. uh, Who's got her private dressing room. 
And then behind the door is waiting Wendy Chu with night vision goggles on. I've been waiting for you, Stratton. Shuts the lights off, beats the hell out of her. Lights come back on. I cannot tell you how badly I wanted for when the lights came back on for her to be Mei Ying. I was rooting for it so hard because then, because then it would have been manifest happened. Dragon Chu. Uh, <laughs> I'm the more says, powerful manifester. Is are, what happened here. Um, no uh, Dragon Chu. Alfie Tude says uh, clash old booking idea. Some matches going on, probably a horse lawyer and porn accountant. Anyway, let's go out, smoke, fire, the works, lights on. It's Dragon Chew. Crowd goes nuts. Wales is the home to the dragon, after all. Book it, the HHAs. Has, hashtag save us Dragon Chew. Thank you, Alfie. Well, I'll tell you, I thought that's exactly what was going to happen. I thought you, I thought you people were going to have your way and that you're going to get Dragon Chew. Jury's, no. jury's still out. We might still yet get Dragon Shoe. Like, she's becoming more and more, you know, sinister. Dragon shoe Yeah. Uh, Orion Ben says, okay, quick show of hands. When the lights went out on Stratton, did anybody else go, yes! So, so close to Dragon Shoe. I would. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a better showing of wrestling from the night show. I think, again, Sanga is showing growth. Yeah, I'm interested in, I guess, where this goes. He's got a thing next week where he's going to take Elisa Leon and um, and Valentina Vrois to, like, center themselves and do some probably Indian mysticism thing. We'll see what that's going to be. Not in this company. Not going to, I don't know. Um, going to walk then, the like, line Casey, on the stereotype real close. Uh <laughs> Casey and Caden and Katana, all three of them, they showed up and they were like, hey, girls, we respect you. We're baby faces now, firmly. I know we were heels for like three weeks, but now we're baby faces and we're fighting champs. And we're going to come up and we're going to come across you again and we're going to give you a title match. That's right, because we're baby faces. Um, this is everything I didn't want from the title change to be put on them because I really, they're... I just find their characters insufferable either way, heel or face. So I think they're getting better in the ring all the time, but I, I just don't. I think Hayden especially is getting much better in the ring. Yes, especially her. Yes. Hey, they um, made it a week long. That's more did. than we could say for the last holder. So that's so true. Uh, and Ryan Ben finished off saying, I wish Enofe and Blade did also. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The better to one, uh, Jam Beard says, uh, a legit question about the women's title tournament. If you were going to have an NXT team, why not have the champs? They could beat Natty and Sonya in the first round, lose to Kai and Sky in the second. Like, I mean, yeah. Th their titles wouldn't be on the line. And them losing to the eventual champions on the main roster gives them, like, a reason to, like, maybe have a rematch down the line. They could even lose... In a in a in a hinky kind of way, where like you know Bailey helps them win or something, and the, it gives them a reason to be like we're the real champs because you had to cheat to beat us, and then you have an honest to god match, title for title or something, because there only needs to be one set of titles anyway. Yeah, I don't think USA is super big into unifying titles right now. No, though. so no. Uh, 
here's the thing. There's a very large gap between what you just said and what they did. Like, they didn't even put Toxic Attraction in here. Who could have just said, we held those titles, we did proud, and now we want the main roster gold. and just put them in instead. They were like, we're going to pick that gal and that gal with our manatees picking out idea balls, and we're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, Alpha Bill says the First Lady of Dragon True is shaking her head in approval. Uh, you know Nerd what approval Guru. means? Are you familiar with what <laughs> approval is? Nerd Guru uh, says, uh, I have a poem for y'all. <clears throat> Roses are red. Violets are blue. This show sucks. I don't know what to do. It's so bad it hurts my head. So boring. I want to go to bed. But watch this review, whatever you do. But I do know one thing. We stand Dragon Chew. It was so beautiful until the end. There was a tear. <laughs> A tear welling in my eye until that closing line. Um, uh, Jake Salazar um, has uh, sent in a, a, a super chat. He wants you to read it. It just says Dragon Chew. Dragon Chew! Happy? Thanks for your two bucks. There you go. Um, so, uh, we the, have fun. We do. The Yes Boys uh, fought against Idris and uh, Ofe and Malik Blade. Uh, they won. Uh, Double Vest and the Beach come out to confront them with their tag titles. Um, <laughs> Last, Last Legend comes out at the end of this whole thing uh, and pump kicks uh, the horse girl. Uh, across the rainbow bridge to My Little Pony Heaven because she is dead. Uh, she came out wearing like working pumps and just murdered her. Jesus. Um, I don't know what to say about this. Whatever. I'm interested in Ofei is really talented. Malik Blay isn't yet. Although I did like his uh, his tope to the outside. Uh, yeah, that, that was very good. Promised. That was good. Um I don't know what to say about this. I mean, we're going to get, we're eventually, eventually, we're going to get the yes, double vest in the beach versus the yes boys. I just uh, am sincerely concerned that Lash Legend is going to hurt someone. They need to pull her off TV. I don't even yep. think she should be on level up. Like, it's not that just she botches, everybody botches. Like, everybody botches. Uh, hers are dangerous dangerous miscues we've seen what happens we've seen what happens with that just goes unchecked we've seen ridge holland we've seen like that experiment's got to be done right now this isn't working on any level and she's going to hurt someone it's bad it's really really bad yeah um so yeah there's the, so now we got we've got a a, a six-person mixed tag match to do as well, where Last Legend and Fallon Henley get involved. That's a thing. They've they've made an, another intergender stable, which I guess is is all right. But why are why is it this one specifically? Is I don't I, listen. I think I think Pretty Deadly like is are they're very talented. They're fine. I feel like they have majorly botched their their uh 
not them, per, the people running NXT 2.0 have majorly botched their introduction to the to the main to the to the main NXT. Like having them be the people who took out uh, the creeds a few months ago. They had a title reign that lasted what two months, maybe if if that, and then they lost those belts and they never really did much since then. And it's really like that kind of does just treading water and it's so know. stupid. It's so. As far as stables go, I tell this story not like a lot, but but enough that you might have heard it before. When I first started watching, the first thing I saw on television was Legacy, and I thought it was awesome because Legacy was this next generation of wrestlers mm-hmm. who had parents in the industry, and they had all this commonality, but they had individual personalities, but they had this understanding of like the pressure that you felt being a next generation wrestler, like all these things, right? They should have done so much more with it, but it was like the first thing that I latched onto watching and they were heels. And I was like, those guys rule. Um, When I look at stables, what I look for is, is there any straw that I can grasp that these people would hang out together? Like, best friends in AEW, they don't make sense, but they make so much sense somehow. Like, I don't feel like NXT has that really at all. I didn't think that Diamond Mine had it, but Malcolm Bivens is just really good at his job. So, like, I believed it because he was like, those guys could be champions, that guy could be champion, that guy has already been a champion. I bought in after Malcolm Bivens did the work to get me there, right? I have no idea how you make this work. This makes absolutely no sense absolutely no sense yeah yeah <laughs> i i did not uh i did not know this but apparently I don't, i'm not sure what this means but alpha bill saying elton prince and akila lions are twinsies I'm not sure yeah uh and louise is a good shout Ginny is right there you didn't make her maxine dupree so she could absolutely be the person who's running with 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 the, with the yes boys. She could be the that yes girl. It'd be great. It could have been Tiffany Stratton. Could have been that. Yeah, Ginny that, would have been true. great though. Ginny's yeah. already UK. Yeah. Um, so we got a video package for Toxic Attraction, which is very upset that they lost the belts. I'm really surprised there was no Toxic Attraction in that tag team tournament. Just really, really surprised. Yeah, it's like, weird. And on top of that, like if the belts meant so damn much to you, maybe you should have made them a presence on the show. I get not defending them because you don't want to lose them, your heels. But like you didn't really talk about the belts at all while you had them. At all. Hard to believe. It makes absolutely no sense they're not in the main roster tag picture at all. Like they should they should have been the first people from NXT that were called up to that tournament. That makes no sense. Yep. Um we have our main event. Zoe Stark versus Cora Jade. Cora Jade, remember? Mm, the main event was Tony and Santos. But yeah, it was. <laughs> um, Cora Jade was tasked with taking out uh, Zoe Stark. She no longer has the uh, uh, Avril Lavigne music. Uh, she no longer uh, has a skateboard. Now she has a custom kendo stick that is black because she's a bad girl Um, do you think part of the reason she wasn't good at skateboarding was all of her skateboards were made out of particle board (laughs) 
That would make it hard to skateboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Luis is saying it's the same song and lyrics, but now it's metal. Is it really? I don't know anything about it. Um, uh, I Yeah. Uh, so that's actually kind of clever, and I wish they didn't do that with, for her, but for did it for other people. Um, I... I think this is um, this is whatever it is. Um, Mandy Rose on commentary for the whole thing was kind of insufferable, and especially because she was really she got angry when when Vic Joseph would call the match that was happening. She, she interrupted me, so rude. rude. I get that's her character and everything, but it was kind of like it drew a lot of attention away from what was going on, which was okay. It was a fine match. It was all right. Uh, Zoe Stark um, uh, ends up. Uh, uh, oh, they. Cora tries to introduce her custom kendo in the middle, in like the middle of the match, gets taken away from her. Um, Zoe's got some nasty suplexes. She's got like a. It starts as a German and ends as a sambo suplex. And it, like, I don't know how you take that move and land on your forehead, but that's what happened to Cora Jade. That was nasty. Uh, and then, of course, her finisher is the most insane-looking thing. Like, it feels like, speaking of foreheads, it feels like they're, they're watching watch it. Like, oh, that, that person is dead now because they, they have, the frontal lobe is is now in dust. Yeah. Um, so Which she hits that on Cora. But Cora Jade goes for the kendo stick a second time. But Roxanne Perez is there, and she took the kendo stick. Ah, so there's a thing. Um, and then uh, and then she gets uh, hit with the uh, that thing, whatever they call it, that crazy GTS thing. Um, and then uh, and then after the match, Mandy Rose tried to sneak up on Zoe, so Zoe does her thing to to, to Mandy, and that was the stiffest I think it's ever looked. Like yeah. that was that was really really good timing for both of them. Um, yeah, she, she, yeah, she, she, she got creamed by that. So Mandy Rose versus Zoe Stark is a thing next week. And Cora Jade versus, uh, Roxanne, I think is a thing for next week as well. There's, there's a lot of, uh, important slash hopefully good matches, uh, next week. Yes. Uh, so that'll, that'll be good. That'll be good to have a week away from whatever the hell some of this stuff was that we watched today. That'll be nice. Uh, I hope so, because this was really not good. <laughs> yeah. This was a really bad episode. Um, even some of the, like, normally it's the creative that's bad, and I prefer that because uh, then we're not, like, being critical of the wrestlers. We're mostly just being critical of the creative direction, and today it was actually kind of rough all around, like, Roddy and Apollo was good, but didn't really click in. And then the opening with Nikita and the cannonball situation was just like not very good. Like, um, not the best. But I'm hoping that the the work rate is also uh, up next week, so that should be good. And as you said, like people that have been made to feel important on the show are wrestling, so that is that is good. Uh, Batted one, Jam Beer says Cora went from Avril to Good Charlotte. Um, did she? I don't know. I don't know. She's not like lifestyles of the rich and the famous. That was them, right? Oh, it's complaining. 
Oh my gosh. It was either, it was yes. either Good Charlotte was... or Some 41, because I'm not really sure. I think it was Good Charlotte, because I think it was like me and my friend Charlotte Robbins who liked Good Charlotte singing that. Like in probably my freshman year of high school, I think. Because uh, okay. we were just like so fed up with corporate America and our preteen slash early teen years. You know what it's like? Oh my God, my job at Burlington Coat Factory is taking me to it. The limit. Uh, Murphy JW100 says, in the words of the great Unicorse, when it comes to NXT 2.0 and why should I care? Sorry, a bit delayed, but I perked up when I heard about Bluey. Yeah, Bluey tomorrow. Hell yeah. Um, uh, Meet Normus says, um, as the only remaining NXT review show, can we get a 10 minute recap of the show and spend the rest of our time talking about how good Kate looks? <laughs> Alex, you're fine too, but I'm here to be Linda's number nine. Ayo! I mean, Linda's really, of all the babes on the show, yeah, it's, it's... it is Linda. Um, yeah. before we dive into the rest of these, let's just do a last call. I'm looking at you, Jake Salazar. For super chats, humper chats, for oh, bitch. Oh my! Oh no! The, the the last call is like it's over. Like you're not allowed to send any more in. Like we're just, I have I have no joke. Twenty songs to sing. Um, I love oh all of you. Oh my god! Uh, also, just Cal- we'll do our like reminder to go to Fightful yes. Select and subscribe and to support sure. our sponsors and all that. Because I also just looked at the super chat document and dear lord. Cal <laughs> says super chat because Kate is awesome. Thank you. Uh, and, I'm not just and, and pretty. I'm also funny and smart. I appreciate yes. you. You're, you are a luggy blonde onion. I am. Um, Bill, uh, Alpha Bill says, uh, was Alex just doing Sands of NXT to Kate? No, like I watched Sands the of show. Blind? Like Sands of Blind? Like you missed it or something? I don't know. Like was, was I trying to, was I lying to you or something? Um, oh, I don't know. I watched the show though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's true. The battle of one jam beard says, Alex, you said last week I made you feel old because I said in living color is old. Well, how's this then? Part of the audience never doubted that it wasn't butter or that they <laughs> knew it was always Maybelline. I can't believe it's not butter, the spray kind. I was yeah. like, well, if it's spray, I'm pretty sure it's not butter, melted butter. Um, in an air, uh, Jane. Yeah, James Higgins says, uh, don't watch NXT, but love you guys. Quick question. Mandy Rose has been champ for 283 days, longer than Sasha or Bailey. Has she deserved to be champ for so long? Deserved is weird. Um, I don't know exactly who you would have put it on otherwise in the meantime. Um, I think, I think I, I would say no, but like, I don't want to compare it because NXT in Sasha and Bailey's era was the the top people got to run with the belt and then they lost the belt and then they moved to the main roster. Like, and you didn't get a shot at the belt unless you were three months away from going to the main roster. Usually Oscar was the one thing was like, okay, we're going to have here, here, here for a long time. And we're going to have all of our younger generation test themselves against her. That's going to be the thing we're going to do with her. Sasha and, and Bailey were already on the way up. And Shayna too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, Mandy was like, I don't know what else we do with her. So yeah. give her the belt. Like, and I, I will reiterate, I don't think she's like as terrible as a lot of the like sexy presentation type yeah. wrestlers are. I think she actually is decent enough, like in the ring, but she's definitely not like the the best in the ring. But yeah. like, if they did a good job with executing what they chose to do, right? I would have liked. I would have liked to have seen uh, Kaylee Ray get a yes. get a shot with the belt, but I don't. I don't think they ever had any plans for doing that in in, in NXT main 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 NXT NXT stateside. I just, I just don't think they ever had that. Um, uh, Tom LaValle says in former NXT news, we will soon see uh, formerly known as Harland teaming with Sunny Kiss and Ari Davari. Um, get Sunny on TV by any means. Get Sunny on TV by any means, but I don't want a weird thing where like Harland thinks Honey is, that Sunny is hitting on him, and there's a weird thing. I don't want any of that because like the clip I saw that Sunny was making eyes at, at Parker Boudreaux, and he was like, "Me caveman, me no like, me confused." And I was like, "I don't." I don't. I don't need that storyline. We'll figure out where this is going. But like, just make him a baddie. Just make him a baddie. Just make Sunny Kiss a baddie. It's right there. Also, of all the people we talked about this, of all the people that NXT has let go, the dude who can't do wrestling moves is not the guy who signed to AEW. Alex, the guy that signed Willow's not signed. Diamante's not signed. What are we doing? I don't know. We don't need more like white guys who are pretty good at it like we're good at yeah. <laughs> that at aw we're fine yeah. we got a real bloated roster you can fill out aw and roh right now with with the manpower you got yeah Hire it's really brian in. sorry it's really brian says trying to manifest tegan showing up friday in shotzi's tank since they never got their tag title matches ages ago on the way to the ring they run over robert stone for old time's sake <laughs> i'm in yeah that would have been nice to like. I don't. I mean, it would suck for Zaylee, but Shotzi teaming with with Tegan in the tournament would be a lot better than whatever the hell else is coming out of that right side of that bracket. Um. Uh, electric mayhem. Post game question for Kate: Do you feel Linda was giving one hundred ten percent tonight? It seemed like her head wasn't in the game. Possibly scanning the stands for husband number nine. Um, you'll have to, I actually don't have any post-game stuff teed up for tonight, but that's been a very, very fun thing to do. So I am going to continue to do them. Well, you know, there's, there's a hierarchy to the press. It's, um, definitely not one guy from my Wednesday night podcast that I make voice memo me different things. It's definitely not that. So definitely not Ryan at the Mark Order who does all those, but they've been very fun to do. Um, Linda's not actually done yet, so I can't even fully answer that question, but we'll keep it in mind moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eugene Solis says, um, uh, SGS for life. Thank you, Eugene. Michael Dammit says, Alex, get AirPods and you don't have to worry about removing apparatus. No. <laughs> I will never in my life buy AirPods. That is a ridiculous thing. It's aggressive. It is. I'm, they, they are made so that you lose them, so that you have to buy more of them. No, 
I <laughs> no. They have a whole case. N no. Uh, all also, Kate does look great and must be happy Thank because you. there was no dragon shoe tonight. No, but we got close, pal. We got, got close. Too close. Too close for comfort. Um, Battle One Jam Beard says also to be fair, Parker on Dark has already shown he's better than the Harlan gimmick he had in NXT. I don't want to get too far in time, but he could be another miss the way Tay was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That mm, he's got a long way to go. A long way to go. I mean, I guess we'll see, but mm. do not. Uh, Ham him. Yeah, Hamancito Gomez says yesterday I watched both Kaylee Ray and Satamura matches. Decided to give NXT UK a watch for the first time. What a 180 compared to 2.0. Such an easy watch without a hundred camera cuts. Yeah, I didn't think about that. There's no uh, none of that crap uh, over there, is there? Maybe that's why it's good. Okay. Oh my God. Here we go. Lots. There's. There's. There is a lot of. Do I have to play, or are they all just you? No, it feels like it's all just. It's all just me. Uh, it's all just me. Um, <laughs> the Everclear one is so good. The Everclear one is really great. Um, have at it, pal. Good night. <laughs> can Nathan Fraser sing Bloodhound Gangs? Why is everybody always picking on me? Seems like his voice would fit that. This is the best show on Fightful. Thanks for all you do. Oh, thank you, thank Septim you. XL. Thank you, Septim XL. Here we go. Uh, um. The morn that I was born, my old man beat up the doctor. He clocked the doctor because the doctor said I looked like Chewbacca. The doctor said, so you misled, sir, which infers you mistook me. I did not mean your lovely wife was shacking up with a Wookiee. What I mean is Wolverine is less hairy than your son. He looks like Chewy, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. And Hong Kong fooey all in one. To put it mild, your newborn child's completely nutty foo-foo looking. I'd shove him back in the oven till he is done cooking. But why is everybody always picking on me? Because my 15-year-old cousin has less acne. Why is everybody always picking on me? I ain't brushed them teeth since 1983. But why is everybody always picking on me? Because you got the grooming habits of a chimpanzee. But why is everybody always picking on me? Because you're white, but you got... Oh, no. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm not going to say that at all. That seems very bad. Bob's your uncle? There it is. <laughs> uh, can Nathan Fraser sing Boogie Wonderland? I mean, I suppose he could. Midnight creeps so slowly in the hearts of men who need more than they get. Daylight deals a bad hand to a woman who has laid too many bets. This mirror stares you in the face and says, baby, uh-uh, it don't work. You say your prayers, though, you don't care. You shake and shake the hurt. Dance Boogie Wonderland. Ha-ha. <laughs> dance Boogie Wonderland. Ooh-ooh, dance ooh-yeah. And Bob's your uncle. Someday you're going to say Robert's by Uncle and I'm not going to know myself. You're not going to know what the hell's going on. Uh... <sighs> T-Electric Mayhem says, can, can Nathan Fraser sing Me and My Uncle as made famous by Uncle Bob Denver? I mean John Denver and the Grateful Dead. 
I don't know. I don't know this one. Me and my uncle went riding down South Colorado, West Texas bound. We stopped over in Santa Fe. That being the point, about just halfway. And you know, it was the hardest part of the day. I took the horses up to the stall, went to the barroom, ordered drinks for all. Three days in the saddle. You know, my body hurt. It being summer, I took off my shirt. Tried to wash up some of that dusty dirt. West Texas Cowboys, these all around. With liquor and money, they're loaded down. Soon, soon after payday, you know, it seemed a shame. To know my uncle, he starts a friendly game. High-low jack in the winner, take the hand. And Bob's your uncle. My uncle, I suppose. So I'm doing this song about me uncle. Um, uh, A-Shock says, Bob O'Neill is Nathan Fraser's uncle. <laughs> Probably Bob's Bob's your uncle, not Bob's my uncle. Yes, correct. Uh, Nathan Fraser does. I'm getting all these out of the way early because I don't like them. Nathan Fraser says, Mbop. No, no, and does Mbop by Hanson, please. I'm just gonna do this. I'm just gonna, I'm, just, I'm all I'm doing is this is the, is the chorus. Mbop, bop, doop, dop, ooh, bop, doop, dop, bop, ooh, bop. Bop bop do, yeah yeah. Um bop 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 do bop bop do bop do. Um bop 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 do. Um bop's your uncle. That's so good. Um bop's your uncle. I realize now that's why they actually requested it. It's your uncle. Um. It's really Brian says this one goes out to Kate. Can we hear Nathan Fraser sing Cult of Personality? <laughs> oh, who said that in? Uh, that was uh, It's Really Brian. Thank you, Brian, who it really is. It's like you. You're like, we're going to make Kate stay today. Look in my eyes. What do you see? It's the Cult of Personality. I know your anger. I know your dreams. I've been everything you want to be. Oh, I'm the Cult of Personality, like. Like Mussolini and Kennedy, I'm the cult of personality. I am the cult of personality. The cult of personality. Neon lights, Nobel Prize. When a mirror speaks, the reflection lies. You won't have to follow me. Only you can set me free. And Bob's your uncle. I am so mad at you for needing the lyrics to that. Come on. I wanted to make sure I didn't do them wrong. I get I get the refrains mixed up because there's Joseph Stalin and Gandhi or whatever. I didn't know yeah. which one was which. It's fair. You wanted to do right by Phil, and I appreciate. I wanted that. to. I wanted to do right by you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, one and the same. Sam Punk's my best friend. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> God. Um, so. Uh, Henry T. Henry the Casey says, "I mix and I missed NXT for the movie Heat. Did I miss anything? No. Although you no. did see um, uh, Robert De Niro Jr. as um, as Tony D. You missed Tony uh, D. and Santos and everybody calling me hot in the chat. That's all you missed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they they really needed to do more of like a Heat segment between uh, Pacino and uh, and De Niro at the diner." Like, oh my should, god, this is the way things are gonna be. Like, that's what it was, really. Uh, JJ Distraction, late night green on SGS, head of PR. 
uh, all hail. Can Alex, as Nathan Fraser, sing All Star by Smash Mouth? Thank you, Alex, Kate, the Council of Marks, and the SGS community for being awesome and making things a little brighter with the fun review shows. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with a finger and a thumb in the shape of an L on, on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I'll hit the ground running. Didn't make sense to not live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey, now you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go. Play. Hey, now you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. Hey, Bob's your uncle. I hope everybody likes these. <laughs> I think that's all of my, I think that's all of the Nathan Frazier's. Now we get, here we go. Uh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> uh, can William Regal sing War Ready by Rick Ross? Jiminy. This is our Regal rap for the evening. War ready. You got shooters. I got shooters. We got money. Let's do what them other suckers can't do, though. Mastermind. Uh, uh. Got a thousand guns. War, Dade County. And if money is power, I got millions of power. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Miami shit. Uh, fuck with me. Uh, war, war, war. War games. There it is. This is the best part of the show. Did I? When I don't have to do it, this is great. Are you there? Am I here? Oh, no. Alex is frozen? Did I work myself into the shoe? I just said. I just said when I don't have to do anything, this is my favorite part of the show. Oh my gosh. It's Thank God he got all the Nathan Frazier ones in. <laughs> also, if somebody could just screenshot his face because it's like the perfect encapsulation of 2.0 tonight. Oh no, he's left. Should I make him wrestling writer when he comes back? I'm not singing. I see you. I see you. Let's see what else we have on here. That There's some really good ones. There's some good ones in the queue, guys. Oh. Hi, Kayla. Oh. oh, man. Were you going to do them? No, I was <laughs> never going to. <laughs> I was simply vamping belling. Uh, Ryan Ben six 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 says jukebox lady in red, lady in red by Krista Berg, by William Regal. I've never seen you looking so lovely as you did tonight. I've never seen you shine so bright. Mmm, man with a mask. I've never seen so many men ask you if you wanted to dance, looking for a little romance, given half a chance. I've never seen that dress you're wearing. 
or the highlights in your hair that catch your eyes. I have been blind. The lady in red, that's you, is dancing with me, cheek to cheek. There's nobody here. It's just you and me. It's where I want to be, but I hardly know this beauty by my side. I'll never forget the way you look tonight. Mm. War games. <laughs> I'm seductive. Uh, the Batted One Jim Beard says Danhausen singing Red by Chevelle in honor of Kate. Good poll. They say, freak, when you're singled out. The red, when it filters through. So lay down, the, the sweat is real when it it goes red again. Seeing red again, seeing red again. This change he wants contains slip away to clear your mind. When asked who made it show, made it show. The truth he gives into most. So lay down, the sweat is real. When his sight goes red again. Very nice, very red. <laughs> I feel like you have to be more nasally. Listen. Danhausen's a, a tough it's, one. It's new, okay? It's new. We'll have to, we'll have to, I'll, I'll work on it. I can't I'll believe on it. more people don't request Eddie Kingston. <laughs> That's a tough one, too. Unless you got a song one. that says partner in it. Partner. Partner. Um, or my partner man. <laughs> My man. This is my other favorite one he does. Dog. But, uh, my I man. Do a, I do a perfect Eddie Kingston saying partner. Partner. Because you yeah, got to no. get a little bit of that gravel in the back. That, that, but I, I honestly don't think I can do many of them. All right. Here we go. Sounds like uh, I, I would like to hear week. Dance Dance by Fall Out Boy sung by Finn Balor. <laughs> it's being workshopped. You guys are the best. <laughs> NCB. Here we go. It says, Dance Dance by Finn Balor. She says she's no good with words, but I'm worse. Barely stuttered out of a joke romantic stuck to my tongue. Weighed down with words, too. Tonight, it's, it can't get much worse. Versus, no one should ever feel like I'm two quarters and a heart down. Don't want to forget how your voice sounds. These words, how I have, so write them. So you need to know not to get by. I am the danger. Dance, dance. We're falling about to half time. Dance, dance. These lives are you love to lead. Dance. This is the way they love. If they only knew how misery loved me. Dance, dance. You're a bad father. The Finn Balor. Who was that again? What terrible pop punk band was that? They're not really pop punk, and they're not as terrible. Um. um. Who was that? Not Fallout Boy. Panic? Was it Panic? No, Fallout Fall Boy. It was Fallout Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom LaValle saying, Walter singing 99 Luff Balloons. I, need <laughs> I can't believe we haven't gotten that before, honestly. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, you and I in a little toy shop buy a bag of balloons with the money we've got. Set them free at the break of dawn. Till one by one they were gone. Back at base, bugs in the software. Flash the message, something's out there. Floating in the summer sky, 99 red balloons go by. 99 red balloons floating in the summer sky. Panic bells, it's red alert. There's something here from somewhere else. The war machine springs to life. Opens up one eager eye, focusing it on the sky. When 99 red balloons go by. I am the intercontinental champion. Chop, chop, chop. Chop, chop, chop. 
The batter to one, Jam Beard says Tony D singing the Dragon Ball Z theme. But every time he has to say Dragon Ball, he says Dragon Chew. Dragon Chew. Real mixed bag tonight, people. Dragon Chew. Gotta find that Dragon Chew. Don't stop till you got them all. All the seven magic balls. It's all you gotta do to have your wish come true. Get that Dragon Chew. Dragon Chew. The greatest test of all is to find that seventh ball. Danger all around you. Villains everywhere. Evil is surrounds you. Keep on searching, but beware. Goku is going to show you. Going to help you find a way. Goku going to show you friends. Going to save the day. Dragon Chew. There's always lurking till the dragon calls. You won't be the map. You get those seven balls. Everybody's searching for the dragon ball. Gabagoo. Next. Uh... It's really Brian says, can Finn Balor sing Everclear's Father of Mine? Shout out to Alex, Kate, and her bangs and the entire Sourgrabs community, except for Matthew Plus. Well done. Perfect. Perfect chat. Father of Mine. <laughs> That's so good. Tell me, where have you been? You know, I just closed my eyes. The whole world disappeared. Father of Mine. Take me back to the day. Yao and I was still your golden boy back before you went away. I remember blue skies walking the block. I loved it when you held me high. I love to hear you talk. You take me to the movie, take me to the beach, take me to a place inside so hard to reach. Father of mine. Tell me, where did you go? You're a bad father. Okay. You left so me do, alone. You, do you follow Eve Six, the band on Twitter? Yes, I do. They're so funny, right? Their lead singer, whoever. So he had tweeted, if you haven't been in the past, 20 years that they haven't been doing that much. He's become very, very self-aware and it's hilarious. Like the other day he tweeted like, I wonder how many lives our music saved? Probably millions. Very fun. Very fun Twitter follower. But he was like, <laughs> he, was, he was like music execs. Um, we need a, a heartfelt song. Oh, perfect. <laughs> like Everclear. Oh, perfect. I have one about my dad. Starts is yep. so not like it ain't cats in the cradle. I'll put it that way. No, it's not. But go follow, um, go follow Eve Six. They're, they're very funny. Apparently, Love Wrestling has rated us with three people from Twitch. Thank right, you. Twitch. Hello. Thank you for the raid. I'm so Love sorry. Wrestling. That we're like on the way out and in the part of the show that's gonna make no sense to you if you've never seen us before. But we do a wheel of impressions of various wrestlers and some original characters. Um, one of who is named Linda, and they talk like old ladies from Queens. So welcome to this weird, weird, weird thing we do. This is the Linder. I'm the Sheeler. This is this. Hello, Twitches. Hello, everyone from the Twitch. I'm so nice to have all the Twitches here. Hello. I'm looking for husband number nine. If any of you are single. So uh, Jake Salazar says, can Linda sing Do You Want to Taste It by Wigwam? <laughs> I mean, I might, depending on what it is, I might want to taste it. Uh, Everybody who really, just joined just went. Do, do, <laughs> I want to introduce them and it's, throw them in the deep end. Like just with, without, without with nothing else. Here we go. Do you really want to? Do you really want to taste it? Get it on. Get it on top. Make a move extreme. Make a pose, shortcut to your dreams. 
float straight to the stores on that flying thing, getting high, getting brave, getting snowblind. Game, set, go, pick a tune, chick harpoon in a world beyond. Get a beat, got a heat on a phony string. Tear your world apart once the magic starts. Do you really want to? Do you really want to taste it? Well, do you? Is it from the diner? It must be from the diner. If it's from the diner, I do. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, LACs, for doing the Lord's work. Linda has eight husbands. Her first being on the Oregon Trail when he was 12. I was 12. So how he old was, was 14. He? So anyway, it was a different time back then. We all, we covered all of this months ago. There's one more last thing. Here we go. Um, so uh, the NCB 41 said something in last night that we didn't get a chance to get to. Oh, no. Says, FMK, CM Punk, Wardlow, and Sheamus. For me? The last thing we're going to do here, For and then you. we're going to go away. For Linder? No, for, for both of us, I suppose. And you would be Slender and Sheila. Well, obviously, I'm marrying CM Punk. And the rest doesn't really matter. Who else was it? Seamus and who? Wardlow, Wardlow and Seamus. Oh, F, F Wardlow. And sorry, I Seamus. Mean, who, you're... who wouldn't F Wardlow? <laughs> My goodness. That was the easiest one I've ever done. No <laughs> offense to Seamus, but I'm, I'm marrying Phil. And I'm going to, I mean, Wardlow, come on. Wardlow, if you want to send in any thirsty super chats, I'm right here. The thing about the Phil, the Phil Brooks, the CM Punk. We love, we love the punker, and he is so wonderful because he he's pro women's rights, and I think that's so lovely. I think that's so good. You can tell he would really care about you as his partner. Honest, because he keeps that Vince McMahon honest. It's true. Yes, and then Wardlow. My goodness, and then Seamus, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm going to have to hit you with a shillelagh because if we talked last night, if you pick somebody to kill, you got to say how you would do it, and I would beat him to death with his own shillelagh. That's the only way to do it. I'm sure that's that's what he would have wanted. So, it's true. Bonk Kate, <laughs> also bonk Linda, bonk Linda as well. You have to bonk me when it comes to the Wardlow. My. Goodness. All right, listen. Okay, I was asked a question and I answered it. The ramifications. I think, I of think which... the whole thing is that, like it 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 presumes that everybody is available for said activities. Right. Otherwise, it would just be chaos. Just wrecking homes. Anyway, I hope all of the Twitches of you have have decided to stay and subscribe, and we're not never scared off back. by this. They'll never come back. <laughs> <laughs> They're very angry at the love wrestling for sending us a raid. But anyway, other than that. <laughs> what a blast. We have fun. We do. Uh, thank you for all self. of you to be hanging out with us. Um, uh, uh, Kate, do you want to tell them who you had the interview with? I did. I had an interview with Robert Clotworthy, who's the narrator of Ancient Aliens, which we reviewed Probably a, a month and a half ago or so, I, I think, at this yes, point. Yes, I think so, yes. He was so generous with his time. We talked for, like, over 50 minutes. He was so, so kind. He had a really great, just, like, outlook on the show and um, was so great about talking to, to the the spirit in which the show is intended and was just such a great, great guy. So keep an eye out for that interview. We think it's dropping tomorrow. He was so great to us. And I got to record that just earlier today. So very, very fun. 
Wonderful. We are, of course, after this, we are recording the episode of a Get the Flick Out of Here, uh, where we talk about um, the mannequin movies. Mannequin was- 1 will be reviewed by, by me, well, Alex, and then Mannequin 2 will be reviewed by Kate. I can't yeah, I was quite charmed by this movie. Yes, you, you were. Well, that's wonderful, because... I'm I'm so glad. I mean, I'm not really. I was hoping you were going to hate it because it's a lot more fun for us to talk about movies we don't like. <laughs> anyway. I mean, it definitely has its its parts, but yes. it was anyway. fun. It was charming. Everybody, thank you so much for for putting up with our antics, and um, there'll be more things here. You can follow me on at, at Alex uh, Sour Grabs. Yes, yes. Listen, it was it, I got it at the thrift store. It was only a penny. <laughs> so what can I say? If, if the Rhea Ripley can be somebody's poppy, why can't you be someone's dad? Why can't I be a zaddy? It's Linda true. is your zaddy. That's true. Anyway, you can follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgrabs. Follow Miss Kate Fabe at Miss Kate Fabe. Uh, also, I'm starting up uh, uh, some new things where I'll be streaming some more on my own personal YouTube channel. You can search Alex Sourgrabs there. I don't have the actual custom URL because I don't have enough subscribers. But you can all help me with that, so do that. Why would Linda be streaming from Alex Sourgrabs? That's so bizarre. I, I, I have the wig on and I'm not taking it off, so i got to <laughs> keep the voice going. Anyway... <laughs> This is the only time you're going to hear me say past 11 p.m. I'm not taking it off. <laughs> anyway, Everything keep cool, Sabagools. <laughs>